The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. All right, everybody, welcome to a Friday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. Uh, as always, thanks for joining us. Uh, we gave you free podcasts all week because we're trying to get you addicted to the Saints Happy Hour as the number one Saints podcast in the world. Andrew, we're the only one that go every day. We got 13 days until free agency. You're going to want to pay for this podcast of free agency because we are going to be hitting the breaking news siren left and right, and we're going to be the first podcast out there to cover Saints breaking news when they sign free agent, when Saints free agents go to other teams. We're going to be first, and you're going to need your fix. Sign up. $10. You get all cool swag and the brand new Crew de Taysom Mardi Gras Cup. Do it. It's awesome. So today, Andrew, we are going to dive deep into my favorite thing, free agency rumor mongering and the Saints... They have draft rumors, and they have some juicy uh, free agency rumors. I want to start with one. They got Saints Twitter all a flutter. Jamie Collins, the uh, Patriot running, the Patriot linebacker who was who was awesome for the Patriots. Patriots. He went to Cleveland. He was terrible. He went back to the Patriots. He was awesome again. The rumor is the Saints would like to add him. He's thirty, but man, when he was with the Patriots, he kicks ass. Yeah, I mean, he really fits what the Saints like at that position. First of all, they've always liked older players. I mean, Anzalone is really the only one that I can think that has yep. started and been successful or at least has showed promise when he's played. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I just think with Demario Davis, any, any talent that you can pair him with starts to become pretty t- terrifying as a linebacking core. And so... AJ Klein, you look at him, and he's obviously a player that I think in a perfect world you at least want to consider having him back. But I don't know if he's a going to be priced out. But certainly Jamie Collins is a guy I see as an upgrade uh, over AJ Klein. And you know, age age is a thing. Um, but you know, if you can even get a year or two out of him, and look, I I was it's, concerned about Demario Davis's age, uh, and obviously yeah. that hasn't been a problem so far. So. Um, yeah, I, I think what the Saints really like is linebackers that can really do it all. You know, guys yeah. that have the thickness and the heaviness in their hands to be able to tackle well, uh, that have good play recognition, good IQ, uh, that can run sideline to sideline, um, can take on blockers because it's important to them stopping the run, and can also cover. <laughs> so you're asking your linebacker to do a lot of things, um, but Jamie Collins absolutely is kind of that versatile linebacker that fits uh, what the Saints like to do, where regardless of down and distance, um, mm-hmm. you've got a talented player there. So anyway, yeah, I, I think it's a good fit, and I would love to see it happen. His market will be interesting because I think he has the thing of teams are going to shy away from him because they're going to be like, he's no good when he's not in New England. But I think this a team like the Saints that's smart will be like, no, Cleveland is a dumpster fire. Get him here with our defense and Dennis Allen, put him next to DeMario Davis, put him in front of our, our great run stuffing line. We have a structure here. It's going to work. I just wonder like what's, 
what's his market going to be? Because mostly linebackers, except for the top end guys, they don't really get paid that much. I mean, the Saints gave Demario Davis three years ago, they gave him $8 million a year. And remember, the ex- experts in the NFL were like, what are the Saints doing? They're giving this old linebacker $8 million a year, $16 million guaranteed. That's way overpriced. So, like, that's the that's like the, the ceiling for those, like, middle-tier linebackers. So, I'll be really curious to see what Jamie Collins' market is. Um, he could be one of those guys that you talk about, Andrew, where the Saints recently, they go big out of the gate or they try to, but most of the guys, like, in 2017, the guys they did it right out of the gate were A.J. Klein, Ted Ginn, and Warford, and those were all middle-tier free agents. I could see the Saints going out of the gate and being like, hey, Jamie Collins, you want two years, $11 million? Like, he could be a guy they do on the first day very quickly for not a huge salary. Man, um, yeah, you know, God, Ralph, is this happening? Are we going to have to make – System linebacker T-shirts. <laughs> is it <laughs> happening? Is that what we're? Is that is that what you're saying? Is this what this is coming? I to? am saying. I didn't think of it that way, but now that you did, I might have to put in an order for Dave for another set of Mardi Gras cups. We might have to do system linebacker Mardi Gras cups. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, yeah. So look. Linebackers a need for the Saints, no doubt. I mean, we, we've kind of mm-hmm. done some other podcasts where we've talked about various positions uh, that the Saints would be mm-hmm. looking at, would need. Um, but, but, you know, one thing to me that's maybe the priority is the interior of the offensive line. And what they're going to do should be really interesting because – if you listen, if you read Larry Holder, he actually wrote an article that suggested that mm-hmm. the Saints were maybe thinking about releasing Larry Warford. Now I don't know if they'll do that or not, and that that seems to make less sense to me when you consider that Andres Pete is a free agent, so you, you would lose both guards. But it seems like the Saints are considering a revamp. He even suggested that Eric McCoy could be moved to guard. Uh, in an effort to replace Warford and that they would go try to target another guard uh, to get a new starter. So I don't know what's going to happen there, but that was interesting. Certainly Larry Warford carries a big cap number and that would have some cap ramifications where that would free up some money for the Saints to go get someone else. Um, But the offensive line has atrophied a little bit the last two years and Teron Armstead has been part of that for sure. Um, and I think you feel pretty good. I mean, Ramchick's hat has been banged up, but I think long term you feel good about him. You feel good about McCoy. Um, but could this be the year that the Saints go get themselves a new set of guards? I don't. I don't know. You well, know maybe they I, get one more year out of Warford, but that's going to be a position to look at. I think that's a really interesting observation, and, and I made the observation after the playoff game. Not, I don't think we, I made it the the the, the day after they, they lost to Minnesota, but I think I did make it. A week or so after, is you can make the case for the Saints that that the offensive line has proven that they cannot stay healthy, they're getting old, and it's time to revamp it, and you revamp it a year early instead of a year late. Now, if you move McCoy around, if you move McCoy to guard, and you go after a guard, you still have to fill center, which is 
a, a, a difficult thing. But I'm going to tell you, I think the Saints are going to go in at guard and try to get Joe Thune for New England. And he's, they've been rumored to be one of the teams interested in him. Everybody's fucking interested in Thune. He's looking for, for $14, $15 million a year. But, Andrew, this is how I think it's going to play out with Thune. Is I think it's going to play out exactly with Thune, how it played out with Zietler in 2017. Remember that? Zietler was the number one guard. He- there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. It was the one we all wanted because the Saints needed a guard, and there was like a 15-minute window where everybody was like, Zietler is deciding between the Saints and the Browns. And the Browns outbid the Saints, and it was like, Zietler signed with Cleveland. I got depressed, went into a meeting. I literally walked out the meeting. I got the text from you. It was 20 minutes later. Saints signed Warford, guard done. And I think that's what's going to happen at guard. I think somebody's going to go nuts with Thune, and the Saints are just going to be like, we, we can't go there. Who's next on the list? And that could be – I forget his name. There's a guard from Detroit. There's a, there's other yep. op, there's other options. The Saints will get him. He'll he'll cost seventy percent of what Thune cost, and he'll be the replacement for Pete. I really believe that is how it's gonna go at guard. Well, and and then you know the McCoy thing is interesting because remember that Nick Easton is on the roster, and it's all about a question of just where what's the vision for him? Do they actually think he's a center on this team? Mm-hmm. Um, at, at which point maybe a, a McCoy move does make sense. And they can have Easton play center. And Easton's actually a contract they can get out of. So they could decide also, actually, let's let's get that cap space back and use it on someone else and get rid of Easton. Graham Glasgow was the name I was thinking of for the Lions. He's a free agent guard. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's the interior offensive line is surprisingly, I would say it's it's not maybe as talked about as receiver. It's maybe not as talked about as corner. Uh, obviously, quarterback is is a topic that we've covered ad nauseum, not just us, but Saints media in general. But interior offensive line, I think, has the potential for a significant shakeup and something to keep an eye on for us. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better. David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's priority one. I think the only question is, is it one move at guard or is it, multiple moves where like the Larry Holder theory of hey move on from Warford we're going to move McCoy we're going to and they do a bunch of things I think the only question is what they do not if they're going to do something the other interesting thing is well the well the interesting thing I would just point out about that though Ralph is I think we've all kind of resigned that Andres Pete isn't coming back that they're going to let him walk I think everybody agrees but It'd be interesting to see if they lose out on Thune and they lose out on a couple other guys, at what point does bringing back Andres Pete 
feel more attractive than whatever else is there on the open market. And I know some Saints fans cringe at that. Uh, Andres Pete, for sometimes for good reason. I, I think he gets a bad rap. I think he's actually better than a lot of the Saints fans think he is. But uh, I think for good reason, in certain points, in certain games, he has struggled. And Saints fans hate him for it. Um, but there is a reality here that he's a respected player that's been to the Pro Bowl. He's been to the Pro Bowl because he's been successful in the league at times. And he does have injury concerns. But at some point, I don't think you necessarily close the door on Pete. I think the Saints want to upgrade it. I think they want to move on from him. But if it becomes clear that we lost out on this guy, we lost out on this other guy, at some point, Pete coming back starts to feel like a better scenario than maybe some of these free agents that are out I there. I wouldn't hate Pete coming back because I do like the insurance he gives you at left tackle. Um, and if you missed out on Thune, if you miss out on Glasgow and that sort of thing, and you're like, hey, we can bring Pete back, and his market wasn't as great as he thought it was. People don't trust him at left tackle. Hey, we can get him for $9 million a year for four years. Like, it wouldn't excite me. But I wouldn't like I would I won't throw a hissy fit like 90% of Saints Twitter will like if they got him for under 10 million dollars a year for multiple years it wouldn't be terrible it wouldn't but it would but like it would we wouldn't be I wouldn't be shirtless screaming from the mountaintop on the podcast for the breaking news podcast that we would do for re-signing Pete but it it, yeah. it, it wouldn't be bad it, it wouldn't be a bad move I mean I think again the interesting thing when we compare. Easton and Andres Pete that kind of tells you all you need to know. Andres Pete broke his hand. Um, the Saints rushed him back. He was playing like shit in the playoff game. And the Saints never made that move to Easton. That's left my guard. thing. They they stuck with Pete. And so and you you have been beating that drum for a while, Ralph. And so I, I think on some level that tells me all I need to know about Easton. Um, but the Larry Holder comment, which is an interesting one, is – are they going to move McCoy, and does that mean they maybe see a future with Easton at center? I don't know. Ooh, I don't see. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess, I guess you could. I guess you could put. You could say Easton is the center. You go get Thune slash Glasgow, and you put McCoy at guard, and you're 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 younger and better. But I don't know necessarily that that is a significantly better offensive line than just uh, signing Thune slash Glasgow and plugging them into Pete's spot. I just, you know. Yeah. And I think you've, in, in, that, in the scenario where you've moved a bunch of guys, you're, you're allocating more resources uh, because you have to bring Aeson back. You need you have to pay him his bonus. So I don't know. The other it, last guy that was interesting that the Saints have been rumored in on is Chris Harris. He's a cornerback, and cornerback is something the Saints have to figure out um, because they have uh, Jack Rabbit on one-year deal, Janoris Jenkins, uh, Patrick, uh, you know, P.J. Williams Robinson. is a free no, agent. Eli Apple is a free agent. Uh, they have to decide how, where they want to play Garner Johnson. So that's a lot of moving parts. Do you see them maybe uh, letting Von Bell walk and investing heavy 
in a corner or let or letting Eli Apple walk and investing in a corner to upgrade there. It's it corner is really interesting to me. So whenever I see the Saints interested in people in the secondary, it perks up my ears. Yeah, I agree. I I, I think. Look, the important thing to remember here is that a lot of names are going to get thrown out. Remember, the Saints were interested in Nadamik and Sue. They were interested in Jimmy Graham. They were interested in yep. uh, who's the defensive end that signed oh, Ansa, Ziggy Ansa. So Wilkerson, the common, too. The common thread with all these guys is that the Saints were interested in them at the right price. And so they lowballed yep. a lot of those guys. And Harris is one of those guys, I believe, where, yeah, sure, the Saints are interested if he'll play for $5 million. Pay right? that so man his money. And there's going to be some other team out there that offers him one year for $9 bucks, and the Saints are like, yeah, we're not going to compete with that. And no thanks. Pass. Right? So yeah. I think the a lot of when you, when you see these interesting names like Chris Harris, Jamie Collins, it's important to remember that the Saints have some cap constraints. Uh... <laughs> They have to sign two quarterbacks that make this offseason probably more challenging than usual for yeah. for Loomis, if we're being honest. And there's this whole CBA thing, which gives them lack of clarity and kind of takes away one of Loomis's favorite tricks, which is phantom years, at least until it gets resolved. And it may not get resolved. So that, to me, all adds up to this is challenging. And so the Saints, when they put their value on these guys and they say this is what this guy is worth to us i think it's going to be a little tighter than it's been in years past uh when you add all that stuff up and that's going to make for a challenging offseason and so on some level i think the saints are going to be interested in guys but they're going to have to be picky about how high they're willing to go and they're going to lose out on a lot of guys that they're interested in because someone else is going to pay what it takes to get them yeah, I think the, mo- you, the the point you just brought up, I think you're 100% right. But I don't think – the more I think about it, Andrew, I don't think they're going to lose out on guys. I think they're going to aggressively target mid-range guys that they know they can get out of the gate. Like, you well, know – they have a history. They have a history of doing that. Yeah, I, I think they're going to lean on that way more, uh, especially – especially if the CBA, the players reject it. If the players approve the CBA, Loomis, he gets to do all the cap shenanigans he wants. It's business as usual. It's a little bit, yeah, a little bit more back to business as usual, yeah. But uh, if that that collective bargaining agreement is rejected, they have, Loomis isn't in a straitjacket, I wouldn't say, but it's his most challenging offseason in a really, really long time, and we'll see how he does it. So, guys... This has been the uh, Friday edition of the Saints Happy Hour podcast. This one is free. Subscribe to us. Rate us. Give us five stars. We fucking deserve five stars. because We're here every day. So do that and consider being a patron. You get a podcast every single day. Breaking news for the Saints. And you get awesome swag, including the... Crew de Taysom Mardi Gras Cup. It is spectacular. It will make any beverage you drink 50% more enjoyable. So, for Andrew, I'm Ralph. We will see you Monday. Have a great and safe weekend. Have a great and safe weekend. Avoid the coronavirus.